Hi, welcome to the first episode of my podcast, Jazz Is A. Today's episode is called Jazz Is Angry at Netflix, but we'll get all into that later. So my name is Jasmine Rose Johnson. I'm 19 years old. I am Nigerian, but I currently live in England. I go to the University of Sussex and I'm studying law with American studies. So I decided to start this channel because, well, my friend Zach suggested it because he knows how much I like talking. And yes, just talking. He knows how much I like talking. I like ranting. I like giving my opinion on a whole bunch of different things. And usually I would do this by um, uploading videos up to my YouTube. But since I've been in Nigeria hiding out from the worldwide pandemic, um, I found it really hard to upload videos onto my YouTube because my Wi-Fi just despises me. That's, that's just the long and short. I'm really passionate about politics i'm really passionate about the arts um i'm a writer myself i really want to get into directing and have my own theater company so that will impact a little bit of what i talk about on this podcast but honestly this podcast is open to whatever i will take your i will take your recommendations your suggestions on where you would like to see this podcast go but ultimately it will be about me giving my opinion <laughs> and i have a lot of opinions about a lot of different things as you find out as we get into today's episode and i'm really passionate so if you hear me shouting down this microphone please don't be offended (laughs) i'm not yelling at you i'm yelling at situations so make sure to tune in every sunday at 8 p.m to hear me give my thoughts on the current political climate to give you advice to give you recommendations and just to talk about life i guess so Um, Let's get into today's first episode. So today's episode is called Jazz is Angry at Netflix. But I don't even think angry is a white white, white word. (laughs) Is the right word to describe how I feel about this right now because... It is just such a fucking piss take. So, Avatar The Last Airbender was a TV show that um, was created in 2005 and ended in 2008. And I think it has quite a strong emotional attachment for a lot of people. It was on Netflix, so it was quite easy for a lot of people to watch it. And it's a TV show with kind of an anime style, but was made by American creators. And it centers in a fantastical world where people um can control the elements so you and it's split in and the world is split into four distinct factions so you have the fire nation the water tribe air nomads and the earth kingdom and it centers around the avatar who is capable of bending all four elements and is responsible for maintaining the harmony between the four nations and it's just really interesting it follows so this show follows 12 year old ang who is the current avatar and sole survivor of his nation since um he was an air nomad and they were completely wiped out by the fire nation and he follows his friends Sokka, katara and Toph, and they strive to end the fire nation's war against the other nations of the world and also follows um, zuko who is the son of the fire nation um leader and his journey and coming to terms with himself and you know different things like that 
And obviously, it's just a really interesting show. You think of any TV show of your childhood. It's similar in style to Pokemon, Bakugan, Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, different TV shows like that. And it's just wholesome kids fun but also touched a lot on really important topics like it approached genocide imperialism colonialism totalitarianism free choice um different beliefs um religious wise and different you you get what i'm saying like different things like that so it was definitely a show that um impacted a lot of people especially people from different age groups because obviously it was aimed at children it is a children children's show i watched it when i was a child obviously but um as i've mentioned it touched on such important adult topics that obviously someone my age now and people older than me have been able to analyze these things and um read about them write about them and that's why i said that it's such an impactful tv show So the reason I'm so angry is because in September of 2018, Netflix announced that they were going to be making a reimagined live action remake of Avatar The Last Airbender, which was due to start production in 2019 and was supposed to have been released early this year, but has been pushed back because of um, production differences and, um, you know, the virus. So that's the reason why it was pushed back so much so first of all this is already a very touchy area for me because i'm so some of you may know this a live action movie was made by m night Shyamalan, um i think in 2010 and that movie flopped it was a big mistake really should not have been made it was completely whitewashed because then again as i don't think i mentioned but this tv show is very much um set in asia explores a lot of um there's lots of east asian south asian imagery and in in we societies and things like that so definitely not involve a single white man <laughs> definitely not involve a single white man in the cast so when the movie was made there was also backlash because first of all it was poorly made the plot wasn't really there um, it had a good cast as far as I know, but it just was not well done. Like I fell asleep in the cinema, which is saying something. Um, it got, I think, a 5% of approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It just did not do well. So the thought of making a live action remake was already a really touchy subject. But the saving grace was that Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Conitixo, I say his last name so badly, I really apologize. Um, but the two of them, they, they were the original creators of Avatar The Last Airbender. They were there, there from the first day to the last day it was made. And I was really excited because they were going to be the executive producers and showrunners. And they intended to adapt the series with culturally appropriate and a non-whitewash cast. That was music to my ears. That was everything I wanted to hear. And the original um, composer for the show was going to do the music, which is beautiful because the music of the original series is fantastic um i'm gonna add a bit of it in between the episodes so you can hear what it sounds like but why i'm so angry now is because a few days ago august 12th to be exact the um martin not martin what am i saying michael and brian um, announced on the social media accounts that they had departed from the show due to creative differences now if that was not already a problem 
we then learn more about what these creative differences were so as i mentioned before avatar the last airbender was a kid's show of course it had adult themes and you know cheeky bit of romance as all tv shows do but those were always b plots the main idea was this young boy being the avatar achieving his destiny with his friends and it was just good wholesome fun and you learned life lessons along the way but now netflix was trying to add in blood and sex and more graphic themes and also trying to open up their casting to white people and this is when my head starts hurting me and i'm gonna break this down into two separate parts so why i have a problem with the adult themes is because it is just unnecessary to the plot you understand what i'm saying it's just so unnecessary and they are young children and as far as i can understand i think netflix was planning to age up the cast it's still unclear how old they would be aged up but i just know any anything with ang having to be a teenager and all of them being teeny and angsty it's just kind of pissed me off because <laughs> because they're all young you understand what i'm saying like they're all young it's meant to be this thrilling adventure of like children learning about themselves it's coming of age but not the coming of age i guess we're all used to which is like set in high schools and stuff like that and it very much seems like netflix is trying to add almost riverdale-esque styles to this tv show and i don't i don't like it i'm just gonna leave it there i don't like it um i think it should be kept wholesome and why are you adding in sex so that's the thing like i don't even know who they would want to have sex like how do you think of avatar the last airbender or like think of a tv show from your childhood something like powerpuff girls how do you think of the powerpuff girls and ever think about putting them in sexual scenarios it honestly truly blows my mind like that is one of the reasons why i'm so angry because i just don't understand why the netflix showrunners and executive producers themselves want this to happen then on the other side of the coin the issue with them including white people in the casting it is 2020 it is 2020 there is absolutely no reason why we would not be able to have an all asian cast or just a all a an all a culturally appropriate cast you understand what i'm saying there is no need for white people to be here and like even from an historical point of view yes the show is fantastical but white people were not lurking around that part of the world in that part in that time like do you understand what i'm saying like it's just so baffling and i just don't understand why they are so they were so adamant in including white people in the cast because it blew my mind completely because i don't even know who they would cast as white I have no idea it could definitely not be any of the main the main cast and i just don't understand why you just have what random white people lurking in the background like it just it just completely blows my mind and then this closely reminded me of exactly what happened with riverdale So why I'm including Riverdale in this is because Riverdale is another TV show based on um, a work of fiction, this time um, a comic book. And I remember growing up in Nigeria, the Archie comics was a very big deal to us. Like we would share them, you could buy them like in traffic, like 
people selling them on the road like it was quite a big deal like everyone loved them so when i heard that these characters i love um were gonna be on tv i was really excited and i remember seeing the first trailer for riverdale and it taking me by surprise because for those of you who have never read an archie comic archie comics are it's again just wholesome fun it's a group of young teenagers and there's the everlasting love story love triangle between um archie betty and veronica and their friends jughead you know who i'm talking about cheryl you've got josie and the gang it was all just pure wholesome fun so when i saw the trailer and there was all this sex and mystery and death like obviously it was interesting to see because don't get me wrong i love i'm a big huge fan of like teenage dramas teenage everything don't get me wrong but it was just for me the connotation and attachment to archie comics it was like this is just not what i what i grew up with and that's why i'm happy with riverdale the name was changed because i see riverdale as a completely separate entity to archie comics but then we all know how riverdale is and its own problems with hypersexualizing teenagers and just how they treated josie was just a fucking shambles on its own i don't know why i'm swearing so much guys oh wow i'm really sorry if you're listening to this out loud and with family <laughs> but um i'm gonna carry on which is ironic because i'm talking about keeping things um family friendly but yes i feel like with riverdale that was another example why it's fallen to pieces so much is because it was another example of netflix trying so hard to appeal to its target audience and don't get me wrong i understand netflix you're a business you have to constantly keep pushing the envelope to get those numbers up and appeal to your audience but sometimes you just miss the mark completely because season one of riverdale i remember that's when a lot of people were into a lot of people were talking about riverdale and riverdale kind of had a bit more substance but now we're at season four and it almost got itself back on track to where it was during season one but again it missed the bar and there's all these random sex scenes and innuendos and things and i'm just like teenagers teenagers are not getting up to this much mischief like <laughs> i know it's fiction but teenagers are not getting up to this much mischief and it's upsetting because I just believe that sometimes we just don't need nudity or violence to appreciate um, TV shows. And again, I know it's all about audience, 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 audience. Because for example, take something like The Chilling Adventures of um, Sabrina. Sabrina is another like entity of the Archie comics world. But I feel why this show has worked so much better because I love Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And that also has um, a lot of violence and sex and just witchcraft and you know just demonic things in general um and i feel like why that was able to work so well was because there were graphic novels written about it before the show was made so it was already kind of there in actuality before it was put on the screen whereas with riverdale it was just kind of like we're just going to take these characters and just do whatever we want to them (laughs) which is why i think a lot of people who were fans of um the comics before are upset about what is happening and i really hope i don't sound like a prude guys because i watch a lot of messed up <laughs> you get me i watch a lot of messed up tv but i feel it's more a matter of keeping kids things for kids um because i'm just thinking about my brother my brother is 12 years old and he wasn't even born um when um 
avatar was on tv i think he was born in 2008 so yeah he was literally born the year it ended um so but we've watched it together since then and like the thoughts that they're gonna be 12 year old children out there who are now watching avatar the last airbender um the animation because it's been put on netflix kind of like around the world and they're gonna see this tv show and be like oh cool avatar the last airbender i want to watch it and all this adding in of sex and blood and gore and violence it's just not conducive do you understand what i'm saying because adults enjoy a lot of do you get what i'm saying like i don't understand why they're trying to change their target audience so much i'm sorry i keep saying you get what i'm saying so much it's my first day out here guys be kind but um i just don't think we adults don't need nudity or violence to appreciate things you understand what i'm saying like we're not deviants <laughs> we're not deviants if it's made well adults will watch anything think about how big pixar is everyone was obsessed with inside out everyone constantly is talking about cuckoo and how beautiful it was to watch and cuckoo and things like that again wholesome 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 movies that had deeper messages behind the scene similar to a um, dreamworks um shira and the princesses of power that was again another reimagining of um an already existing um fictional work um which i think the original shira was around like in the 80s and that was remade in modern well not modern day but it was remade and there was a lot of um hetero it wasn't it wasn't heteronormative if you get what i'm saying like um the main character ends up in a lesbian relationship and everyone is happy and it was there it had a bit of romance it had the adult themes but ultimately again a wholesome 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 show and the fan base is mainly adults like when i talk about these things on reddit wow i'm one of those when i talk about these shows on reddit everyone who's on there is 19 plus most of the times i'm like the youngest person on the on the reddit board i don't know what that has to say about adults who love cartoons but whatever um so yeah i just feel like that's why i'm particularly angry at netflix because i feel like they missed the bar so much and they've curated this whole genre of really teenage angsty shows like literally go on netflix and scroll through teenage tv shows you you will have a field day and I love them, I love the shows, I love it all, but again, my final resting point is leave children things for children, okay? Leave them for children because they were made for children and were intended for children. Michael and Brian made the show for kids. They don't, they're not, they weren't making it to appeal to people my age, they weren't making it to appeal to people their age, it was made for children. So I think it very much needs to be kept that way and I can understand why they um, left the show because I couldn't sit down and watch someone destroy my baby a second time after what they did in that movie. Oh my God, that movie is so horrendous. Welcome to the Jazz Recommend segment of the show. So in this part of the show, I will be recommending a book, a film, a TV show, an artist to you all every week. So this is someone who I really like or a TV show I really like or a film I really like, just something I find interesting. And I'd love to share it with you guys because I absorb a lot of media. So it's nice to get to advise other people and just bully them into watching it. <laughs> so the TV show I'll be adv- um, advising you all to watch today is called The Hollow. Um, 
it follows three teens who are working together to find their way home after waking up in a mysterious realm filmed with magical portals, strange puzzles and nasty beasts. It's on Netflix, there's two seasons out so far, it's an ongoing TV show. I really like it, the art style is really interesting, it has really good characterization and the plot thickens. <laughs> the plot thickens and I just think you should give it a go. Thank you to all my first listeners. It means so much to see you all here. I'm excited to go on this journey with you and just keep on chatting shit because that's what I do best. So um, I'm going to leave you with a bit of music from the Avatar, um, the TV show. And you know what? Just fingers crossed. Netflix, I honestly do truly wish you the best (laughs) with this remake. Just don't butcher up my favorite TV show. Thank you very much and see you all next week.